Handshakes, hugs. We back again with another episode of the Jones.com podcast. Man, it's been a minute, like a minute, minute. And when I say a minute, I mean a minute. It's been over a month. And um, yeah, uh, my laptop went down. Like, man, my laptop like broke, broke. You know what I'm saying? So that thing over with, gone. But I finally got me a new one. I'm working on getting me a new mic so the sound quality can be a little bit better. Less echo, less like background noise. So, yeah, new mic may be coming soon, and eh, not soon, but in due time. But we here, we here, we back. Um, can't stay down too long, you know. Got content to create. And what's crazy is that I've been wanting to record so so bad over the past. What's well, been a little over a month, and I missed all the Black History Month, and like a lot has happen like it's only february at the end of february right and it's been a month since i recorded now if you don't realize the type of society we live in and the world we live in everything changes so so often like so so often every other day there's a new reason to be upset new reason to be mad new reason to be happy there's new things to talk about every day every other day there's new memes, new content, new interviews that may blow up. Last time I, I did a podcast, it was about Soldier Boy because Soldier Boy had this, just did his little Drake thing, you know what I'm saying? And which is funny that Twitter killed that that meme so so quickly. And I've been off of Twitter actually. Uh, I haven't tweeted in a good minute. I still check it every now and then. I only look check my DMs, but the group the group message. But besides that, I don't really be on Twitter that often. So, yeah, I've been off Twitter for a minute, but I, I still, like, I keep up with content and what's going on in the outside world. I've been watching a lot of, like, CNBC, and they do a lot of specials on their YouTube channel just talking about businesses and companies and uh, the government and things like that. So, that's what I've really been into. But as far as pop culture, let me let me break down everything that's happened since I've been gone. Now, a lot of you think, like, Maybe I'm exaggerating. No. All right. I'm going to be adding sports as well because we all know I'm a sports guy. And so um, let me break this down. Everything that has happened since my last episode, we had the NBA trade deadline, right? So let's talk about that for a little bit. Now, everybody was hoping that the Lakers would get Anthony Davis because Anthony Davis put in a trade request from the Pelicans and the Lakers were offering up the entire team and then some. For Anthony Davis. And I was I, like a little bit wanted me. I mean, wanted the Lakers to get Anthony Davis. A little bit didn't. All right. Now, I'm not a big fan of LeBron destroying teams wherever he goes and creating and like and grabbing players who he wants. He, like he basically handpicks his teammates, every single team he gets to. And that's how he ends up like being dominant. Right. And so that's why I really wasn't a fan of them getting Anthony Davis because it's like LeBron was like, nah, the rest of y'all players can go. We just need Anthony Davis. You know, they was getting rid of Lonzo, Kuzma, Ingram, what Josh Hart, uh, Rondo, uh, draft picks. And it was, it was just weird, which is on the other hand, though, um, it was just they I knew they wouldn't win with Anthony Davis and LeBron. Like they, they can't, you can't win with just two players. Like literally they traded away everybody else. They would have to just sign random free agents. Also at the trade deadline, Carmelo Anthony was traded away, and he's a free agent now and hasn't been signed yet. Kind of crazy, but hey, uh, best of luck to Carmelo Anthony. 
Tobias Harris was traded to the Philadelphia 76ers, which actually makes them a super team if you want to think about it. But nobody's – I'm not saying they're not a threat, but, I mean, I don't know. They can come out the East. They got Butler, Simmons, Tobias Harris, J.J. Redick, and Embiid. They're a solid team. Now, I mean, you can't really underestimate them. Then you have the Raptors. They ended up picking up Mark Gasol. So that makes them even a better defensive team, and it was already a great defensive team. Now they're even better. Um, they may come out the East because Boston surprisingly has been struggling lately. Kyrie has been on the fence, wishy-washy about free agency and being with the team and whatnot. So it's just a lot really going on around NBA trade deadline. And the funniest thing is when it comes to the Lakers, because everybody was like, Lakers don't get this, Lakers don't get that. Lakers didn't get anything. They traded with the Clippers and traded away their best center. Uh, well, not the best, but like the one who's been playing consistently the best over the past, what, while he was with the Lakers, his like last six games or whatever, he was doing good. It was Zubak, but I don't, I, I don't understand that. Who else? Um, it was a lot of teams. Oh, Porzingis was traded to Dallas, and that was like the biggest surprise. Now I knew Dennis Smith Jr. was they Dallas was looking to get rid of Dennis Smith Jr. DSJ, and so when I seen that they, uh, Porzingis was going to Dallas, I knew it was for Dennis Smith, but they also threw in DeAndre Jordan, which is surprising to me because that's an expiring contract. So what do the Knicks want with an expiring contract, and how does that really help them? You know, or how does it really help? Uh, Dallas from for sending DeAndre Jordan away like that just confused me. I feel like they needed DeAndre Jordan for the long run. So and he was working out with Luca. So uh, now they have Porzingis who's still injured, and they picked up Trey Burke and Tim Hardaway Jr. So I, I feel like Dallas has a future coming. Uh, what else happened after that? Oh, right after that we have the NBA All Star break, All Star weekend, right? So. I was at work majority of All-Star Weekend, but I did catch a, a glimpse. I, I, get, I caught the dunk contest. I caught the end of the three-point contest, and I caught the second half of the All-Star game. I also caught J. Cole's performance. It was dope, whatever. So uh, All-Star Weekend was just uh, regular All-Star Weekend. Dunk contest Dunk contest had so much potential. Um, it was a few dunks that were pretty amazing. It was something that was like, eh, not impressed, but – you know, it was a uh, it was cool. I like the fact that the All Star Game had D Wade and Dirk Nowinski as like veteran All Stars who are retiring this year, which is hilarious because Dirk hasn't announced that he's going to retire at the end of the season. But everybody's just writing him off. The other night, Doc Rivers said uh, he paused the game just to congratulate Dirk on a, a long, excellent career. Dirk has not announced a retirement, so I just laugh at that. Uh, next pass after um this is not in any order but these things just happened we have the Super Bowl that happened uh Tom Brady won his sixth ring people are looking at him as the greatest of all time we already thought that after they beat the Falcons the Patriots that is we already thought they were the greatest of all time but now he's just solidifying and adding on top of his resume that's not making it hard to argue we also had the Grammys happen and Cardi B won. What, what she want, rap album of the year, which was so disrespectful because Cardi B didn't deserve rap album of the year. I, I figured she was going to win because it was Cardi's year, but she didn't deserve rap album of the year. She deserved the actual album of the year. Rap album of the year should have went to Pusha T, in my opinion. 
But I mean, Grammys don't really mean anything anyway when it comes to rap categories. But shout out to Chadis Gambino and Young Thug for winning Song of the Year. That that song they made, uh, This Is America, won four Grammys. I believe Young Thug, um, I think he won all he he he's he won all four technically because some like based off certain categories, he you don't get one, some you do. Um, I don't think he no actually he may have gotten three because. One of them was for video of the year, if I'm not mistaken. I'm not looking this up right now either, so I'm just going off top memory. So, yeah, one of them was for video of the year. So I don't think since he wasn't in the video or had anything to do with the video, maybe he didn't, you know, win a Grammy for that. But besides that, he got three other Grammys, which is amazing um, that we have artists like Young Thug. and Also, Future won a Grammy. Slim Jimmy, uh, Black Boy JB. Uh, 21 Savage, all of them won Grammys thanks to This Is America. Future won one thanks to King's Dead from the Black Panther soundtrack. So I'm just glad to see, a, a, like, as people would say, mumble rappers winning Grammys, even though it's not like in the categories people thought they would win them in, but they won Grammys. And J. Cole came out and said uh, he didn't even put his music into the Grammys, which is funny, like, because I remember once the nominations came out, a lot of people was like, oh, J. Cole was snubbed, J. Cole fans, this is why J. Cole's underrated, blah, 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 blah. And I just find it funny that J. Cole didn't even insert himself to get nominated. So, yeah, the Grammys, uh, I feel like somebody was robbed for, um, I don't even know who won album of the year. I think I think Beyonce and Jay-Z won album, uh, urban contemporary album, but I mean... I ain't like that album. It's decent. Like I started listening to it a little bit more, but um, eh, nah, it's not Grammy worthy. But I mean, I'm not gonna hate on Beyonce and Jay Z. You know, they're gonna win whatever. We also had the Oscars happen. Now, Kevin Hart went on this little promo for his new movie, The Upside, or the Up. I think it's called The Upside, where he's like helping out this paraplegic man. And so, Kevin Hart was originally supposed to host these Grammys, but uh. Due to some like homophobic tweets from like ancient ago, and the uh, the what alphabet community getting upset about it, like he ended up not hosting it. The Oscars had no host. I don't. I didn't watch the Oscars. I, I've never watched the Oscars. I, I only time I watch the Oscars is YouTube clips of like this uh, opening act from stand up comedians because I find those hilarious. Because I, I I think Chris Rock did it one year. And I forget who else, but yeah, I'm just interested in like seeing the open, open and stand up when it comes to the Oscars. I don't really care about the awards. I feel like Black if Black Panther won any award. It was just because of the amount it sold. And honestly, it didn't even sell the most for superhero movies. Uh, it didn't sell more than Infinity War. Black Panther, looking back at it, wasn't even a good movie. But hey, just my opinion. Uh, also, what happened? This is uh, these next two in the same category. We had blackface from Gucci, like the Gucci company. They had a little blackface turtleneck, and Burberry on the runway had a little noose, and they did this. I don't know why they did it. People keep saying they did it for attention or whatever. Um, I don't know. See, with the, uh, the Burberry thing, that was recent, right? Because it was Fashion Week, I believe, and they had it on the runway which means more than likely it wasn't even going to be sold in stores. It was just a look. And the news thing is wild, bro. Like, that's wild. Now, the blackface, um, looking up a little research, they was paying, uh, somebody said they were paying homage to an old 90s 
a designer who used to have like Sambo like characters on his designs or whatever. Uh, like almost like Carmo de Gasson, um, Converse with the hearts. It was kind of like the same thing, but it just didn't look right with the blackface thing on uh, Gucci's. And another thing about the Gucci thing, I, what confuses me, that that uh, fit uh, sweater, turtleneck, whatever, it was on the runway, but people didn't like see it till what January, February. And it's been on the site. It's, it's part of the fall collection. So it probably dropped on Gucci's website in August. So people, it's been there for a minute. So why get upset now? And why all of a sudden like, oh, wait, that may be racist. Like, no, like if, it, if you felt offended by it, you should have looked at it the first time. But and like people are saying, really, T.I. said we should boycott Gucci for three months. What is three months of boycott? Like what? First off. We, we, the average person can't even afford Gucci, and the ones who are rocking Gucci a lot of times aren't rocking real Gucci, so I just don't understand why we getting upset about stuff that don't mean nothing to us in the first place. You get what I'm saying? Like, that's like the KKK being the KKK, and we're like, oh, no, we got to boycott the KKK. Like, come on. Like, we, we're not supporting it in the first place. You get what I'm saying? So it's like. I don't know. The whole Gucci thing was crazy to me. Burberry, they just wild for that. They know wrong. They know better. But the Gucci thing, nah, bro. Like, ain't ain't affect me. I ain't really care about it. That's another thing. You can't. You don't really have to have an opinion on everything. That's that's another thing I like started doing. Um, but we're gonna keep moving on. Uh, next that happened. This is not even in order. I'm just. I have this listed on my uh, phone on my notes. So I'm just reading them as I wrote them down as they came to memory. 21 Savage, we found out he was from the UK. The most random thing that has ever happened, ever. Like, no one would have thought 21 Savage was from the UK. He, he's one of the most Atlanta Atlanta people we know. So, like, him being from the UK. And it's funny because, like, people was like, oh, he's not really as hard as he say he is. I'm like, uh... People in the UK still hard, even if he was like from like born and raised in the UK. Like, nah, he was just born over there. He came over here when he was a kid. Like, it's people everywhere that's hard. That's harder than people in America or in the worst suburbs here. Like, you can be from the worst worst area in Chicago, and you go to Africa, and it's a different type of murder murder over there. Or you go to China, or you go to Japan. It's like if you're not in your own comfort zone, you may be a you you. You might not be as, as crazy as you think you is. You get what I'm saying? That's all I'm really saying. I know um, a co-worker told me he was in Brazil. They went to the favela, and he found out. They was like, oh, yeah, police don't come down here. And they was having a party, and they walked up. Like, they was with some girls or whatever. So they walked in a party with them, and, like, three dudes came up with them with AKs just ready to shoot, like, on site. Like, bro, that's – come on now. Like, it's, it's different types of – crazy everywhere bro i'm not saying they crazy down in brazil but it's more so like everybody's willing to defend their, their territory and that's that's real hard like you know what i'm saying somebody break into your house now you might be free you may call the police you know what i'm saying other places they they're gonna roll up on you and that's even if you came in welcome for a different guest if you don't if you're not known you're not known i'm just getting off track here but um, back to my list yeah uh 21 savage being from the uh uk was random he got detained by ice the uh, customs people, he has been released since, and hopefully he does not get deported. I mean, if he does get deported, how much does that really hurt him financially is 
a thing about me. I don't know if he can ever come back. I don't know how that really works. I don't know. I'm not one of those type of people. I'm a natural born citizen, but uh, I just find that whole thing very interesting and random. Like it's so, so random. The most random news we could ever get. Like you just wake up and like when I first saw it, I didn't believe it because we get so much fake news. I'm like, bro, stop, stop trolling. I don't know where this came from or whatever. I thought like people were making jokes, but he was really just like, he's really from the UK. And people want to file kid pictures in his birth certificate. I mean, that's wild. I don't know how the internet comes up with like this, anything, but hey, uh, next on the list, we got six, nine facing 47 years in prison. Now, I knew 6ix9ine was finna get caught because uh, I seen the video of him and Chief Keef. It wasn't he wasn't even with Chief Keef, but he was like ordering a hit out on Chief Keef. And people keep saying, "Oh, he's snitching. He he uh not even gonna serve no no real jail time." Nah, bro. That's what his girlfriend says. She says she think he not gonna. You know what I'm saying? Like you gotta go back and watch the interview. So she says she think. That he uh he gonna get off or whatever just for snitching, that ain't been confirmed by nobody. You get what I'm saying? And people keep saying, oh, he gonna be in a uh, witness protection. Ain't nowhere on this planet that boy can hide looking like that with a big six nine on his face. They gonna send that boy to Zimbabwe into a small village. He gonna have to live there, and he better hope ain't no cell phone connections there at all. You get what I'm saying? Six nine is gone in jail and like for good, good. And that's just that on that. You know what I'm saying? I'm not a big 6ix9ine promoter. I don't really speak too much on him, but it just happened. So I'm just talking about it. Uh, another thing, R. Kelly, this happened last week. Uh, was it last week? I don't know. R. Kelly has been charged for sexual assault. I don't know what he's charged with. Touching on little girls, bro. Uh, about time he got charged again, but this time for different cases. 10 different cases, I believe. Uh, he just posted bail. Uh, uh, some suburban lady paid for his bail. It's, uh, um, R. Kelly's weird. It's a weird situation. It's, I don't know what's up with people. Like, people wilding, for real, for real. Um, speaking of uh, Chicago, uh, Jesse Smollett, like, the, I think he's the gay son on on Empire. Yeah, he, he faked his own attack. And okay, like this is funny to me. Like I'm, like, I know it's not funny, but it's funny. Like okay, look, when it came out, I saw it, and my ho- somebody sent it to me. I was like, bro, what is this, or whatever. And he was like, it's the dude from Empire. I was like, oh, I don't watch that, or whatever. So I'm reading it, and it was like he got hit, he got chucked by a noose, and he got bleach poured on his face. It was saying, uh, this is MAGA country or whatever, blah blah. blah. He got beat. So I see the the images released the next day, and um, there was nothing wrong with my man's face. But I was like, you know what? None of my business. And then another thing that was fishy about the story, it said, uh, it said they was like, aren't you the gay guy from Empire? Like anybody who's a Donald Trump supporter does not watch Empire. Like that's just oxymorons, bro. Like it just don't go hand in hand. So, I mean, the whole story just sounded fishy from the jump. But I ain't say nothing about it because people gonna think, oh, you just hating because he he's a black gay person. It's crazy because like, like, like it's just so much proof that he's faked this story, and people are coming out and saying, oh, now y'all want to believe the police, and it's like, bro, like if. 
if the police actually do like say something right, we we not supposed to believe them, or like we just never supposed to believe the police. You get what I'm saying? Like it's just so confusing. Like what do people want us to do? You know what I'm saying? Like if if I kill if I kill your brother, you saw me do it, right? And then the police say I'm guilty. And then I say, oh, okay, now y'all want to believe the police. Like, like I didn't do it. Like, what? Like, wh come on. Like, that's the type of logic I'm, I'm getting out of people. I don't know, man. I, I can't really understand people anymore right now. Like, people are just so biased. We live in a such bias and inconsistent. Inconsistent? Inconsistent. I don't know. One of those words. Is the other one even a word? I don't know. But we live in such an inconsistent society where people don't hold each other to the exact same standards. They want to hold other people and they don't want to hold everybody to the exact same standards. It's, I, and I hate it. Like I, I really, I'm a person who's like, keep that same energy across the board, no matter what's going on. You get what I'm saying? And that's what I wish that people would just realize about this situation. I just want people to keep that same energy with everything, you know? So that's just me. Um, moving on. So, um, what else has happened? Uh, YNW Melly has been arrested for a double murder. Now, a lot of people who don't know who he is, it, it makes sense. I found out who he is because he has a song with Yeezy. And he also did this song. He did like this uh, acapella murder on my mind singing thing. And uh, like, it's, yo, all right, this will happen if you don't know. He's been arrested for a double murder uh, for uh, against his friends. And he made it look like a hum. No, he made it like a drive-by. That is a first of all. I don't know how he did that. All right, that is some real deep thought planning. He also got charged recently with a, a like I think he a murder of a police officer. I don't know, but he. I, I just know he's guilty because if you've heard "Murder on My Mind," like the second verse is so detailed, and and the song just sounds so so beautiful. He makes murder sound so great and innocent. I don't know how he does it. So maybe because he did it. I don't know. But I remember he said in the interview, he said, when I wake up, when I wake up, I think of like good days and peace and sunshine, whatever. I think that's what he said. He said, but Melvin, Melvin think about murder. And so he has like this uh, split personality thing. I don't know what the word, uh, word is called, but um, he has, he, he goes, he, he says he has dual personalities. It's Melly and Melvin, and Melvin is more so the crazy side, and he's like a killer or whatever. And so I guess he – I don't know if he can control it or not. I don't know. Boy going to an insane asylum, he better plead insanity. I just need more black people to start pleading insanity. I don't really want him to get off or whatever if he really did do the murder or whatever, but if he – if he, you know what I'm saying, he might be insane. You get – you know, I just think that may be – a thing. Uh, what's next? We got Blueface. He blew up. And that's it. He made Tatiana. Everybody likes that song. I hate it. Whatever. But that's the regular when it comes to popularity. Uh, like, I just feel like these face tattooed artists are industry plants. I saw another one today. And the tweet said, what do you think of so-and-so? And, like, he was bald. Like, he had hair on the sides of his head but it like down the middle was bald and he had like face tats and he was just and i'm like bro where are rappers like this coming from how are, how are they getting popularity who's finding them it's 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 a weird combination 
And like, I want to say it started with X, 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 but X actually blew up off of natural talent. Like X was making dope music, but then you had like Lil Peep, Lil Xan, you, and they're like, most of them are white. Like X is black. You know what I'm saying? You have Lil Peep, Lil Xan, you have Lil Pump, you have, I think like Lil Sneed or something like that. Um... Uh, it, who else? Uh, you got six nine, blue flag, like all of them. It just none of them making like a lot of them aren't really making good music. It's just it's just weird how they just keep popping up with new artists with face tattoos and like colorful dreads or like just weird hair or whatever. And, and like it's it's historically bad, but we're just blasting it like oh yeah, this is it. Like this is new. This is what the youth is blasting. This is what's popping. This is, it's so confusing of how this keeps happening, whatever. And but we're not letting these artists stay around, which is like the good thing about it. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like the industry is just trying to force this new look on us or white kids, honestly. Because I don't know. I seen Blueface in the interview say he got the face tat, so he wouldn't get. Uh, so he wouldn't apply for jobs. And I remember Lil Uzi saying that first, and I was just like, bro, that's the stupidest thing. Like, you got face tats, so you had no choice to make it. Like, just don't apply for jobs and focus on music. Like, that's the stupid. Like, bro, I don't know what's up with these people out here, man. People is wild. All right, we're going to talk about video games next, right? So we got Jump Force. That came out. And if you don't know what Jump Force is, if you're an anime person, it's like all the animes put together. They revealed it at E3 last year. And Jump Force looks so dope. Like, it looks so dope. Like, you got Goku fighting Naruto, fighting the characters from One Piece. You got the characters from Bleach, uh, the characters, I think, My Hero Academia. I don't know. It was like a lot of people from the Shonen Jump. That's where the title Jump Force come from. Like, Shonen Jump uh, manga, manga series. So, they put them all together in one game. And it's like a little fighting game. And I played it, and visually, it's an amazing game, right? It's beautiful, but the mechanics of the game weren't that great. And so I just feel like the game was a flop to me. And it's 60 bucks. And me, 60 bucks fighting game, don't go hand-to-hand. I played the beta, and it was still, it was fun. Like, I can see how you can have fun with it. And I heard the storyline is trash, like it's complete trash or whatever. But eventually, I may get the game. I don't know yet. But um, Jump Force was released. Also, Anthem was released. It, uh, I, I feel like we should start talking about how E3 catfishes games, right? Now, if you ever watch E3, they, they come around in June, and it's a big gaming convention. Gaming, uh, like PlayStation, Xbox, Nintendo, EA, Activision, Ubisoft, they all just unveil projects they have in the works, and we're just excited about these games. You see gameplay. You see Call of Duty footage. You see... Um, 2K footage, Madden footage, that's the place where you're going to see first footage for next year's, for eh, maybe August, like starting August games. Like, it's going to be, like, that run is from August to, like, probably February, actually. February, March, so. Or, like, the next few years, actually. So, uh, E3 is just a big gaming thing, right? And so, a lot of times at E3, started with Watch Dogs, okay? Watch Dogs trailer was the most one of the biggest lies they ever gave us you had watchdogs you had the uh madden 25 you can add anthem to that list you can add oh, it's a what other games i feel like it's a few more games you can just add to that list that you watched it at e3 
And when you got the finished product, it was nothing like what you've seen at E3. And it was just, and you just started, like, at this point, we're like, bro, we can't trust any E3 footage. You get what I'm saying? You ever watch, like, a Marvel trailer, and you like, what happened to that scene? Why is that in the movie? That's how I feel when you buying these games that came out of E3 or whatever. So, um, yeah, Anthem came out, and it's like, uh, it's it's gonna be a very repetitive game. I played a little bit of it. You and little Exo suits, you gonna feel like Iron Man playing that thing. You know what I'm saying? There's four different player types. You get to fly around. It's open world. I'm not even a fan of open world games, but it's open world and. Uh, you get to play it, whatever. I don't know. It's you shoot monsters, and that's about it. Uh, is you collect orbs at certain parts, but it ain't nothing special. You get what I'm saying? But they EA's been hyping this game up a lot, and they just hope it like does wonders. But I I don't see the hype in it. That came out. The Fortnite killer came out as an Apex legend. Now, if you ain't heard of Apex, it's about the people who made Titanfall. If you ain't heard of Titanfall, I can't really explain that to you. Well, actually, Titanfall was by the people who made the original Halos, right? Now, they started a studio called Respawn Entertainment, and they came out with uh, Titanfall. And that's Titanfall is the reason Call of Duty had all those jumping suits, and you could walk on walls and everything like that. And so, you can say Titanfall ruined Call of Duty. That's crazy. But so, yeah, Titanfall came out. Uh, the people who made Titanfall came out with uh, Apex Legends. It's an open-world game with, in the world of Titanfall with mechanics of Titanfall. See, Titanfall had this smooth mechanics when it came to weapons and shifting and things like that visually. It looks like it's running about 40, 50 frames per second. And I know it can push up to 60. And so it just looks beautiful. It feels beautiful. It's it's a colorful game. It's a, a Battle Royale game. And it's, it's, it's a different take on the game because most of them have teams of four or you can run solo. Apex have teams of three. You can revive teammates. It's more so team-oriented than all the, the other games combined, right? It, it just makes you play as a team, and it's just fun. There's different perks, different abilities, and it's just something new and refreshing that people are going to like. I mess with it a little bit, but I'm not a big fan of the open world. Not open world, but a Battle Royale style game so that just ain't me another game that dropped since i've been gone is crackdown 3 ah oh my goodness all right so crackdown was announced when the xbox one was announced right crackdown 3 the original crackdown came out in 2008 or 9 around that time 2007 2008 right so crackdown is such a terrible game Oh my goodness. Crackdown 3 is such a terrible game. Like, they've been working on it for about mm, about six years. Yeah, a good six years. And they've been showing it at every single E3. It's been getting delayed and delayed and delayed. They've been working on it for so long. And it came out looking like a bunch of crap. Like, the game sucks. Like, I played it for all the 30 minutes. The graphics are horrible. The gameplay mechanics are still the same from the original Crackdown. It... The online is pretty bad, and it's just oh my goodness that that game was a huge disappointment to me, and it hasn't even been out a complete. It has been a complete week, almost two weeks, but that game is just bad, bro. I don't even know who came. Like oh my goodness, um, we're gonna go back to sports for a minute. Oh, this is all why I've been gone. Like oh my god, I've been gone too long. I try not to take another hiatus like this when it comes to my podcast, but it really wasn't up to me. It was up to my recording equipment. Um, 
what else we I've uh, missed is James Harden's thirty point streak, and it's funny because James Harden came out and said he doesn't even like playing the way he does ISO basketball dribble 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 shoot you know what I'm saying but he said he did it because he had to win he had to for his team to win because they they were down with injuries and I feel him but I seen some of them games where he ain't even like he was. He didn't have 30, and he was in the last few minutes just trying to get them uh, extra buckets. And he was saying, like, the way he's been playing is tiring him out. But for him to be on the court at the last minute trying to get extra buckets just to keep the streak alive, it's kind of like stat chasing to me. You get what I'm saying? And I don't mind stat chasing. I'm like, I'm honestly a fan of it. Go out there and do you. But, like, to say one thing and do another is just something I'm not a fan of, you know? Uh, speaking of stat chasing, uh, the stat chaser himself, Russell Westbrook, people really don't like Westbrook and his stat chasing abilities. Has what happened to Westbrook? Oh yeah, he he went on and finished uh was it nine or ten game triple double streak? He like just straight triple doubles every single game. Once again, he's averaging the triple double, and that's just amazing in itself. Third straight season, he's doing that. Only one other player has ever averaged a triple double, and that was in like what nineteen sixty one. So for him to do it three straight seasons, it's amazing. A lot of players don't even like get triple doubles in their career. When you get one, it's like it's news or whatever. Unless you're what's a Westbrook, like he's doing it on a night to night basis. Uh, last time I checked tonight's games, he was actually one assist away from a triple double, and they were in the third quarter. So I just know he's gonna finish with another triple double. The man's amazing, honestly. Even if he's stat chasing. Keeps that chasing him and Paul George has been on an amazing run. Hopefully they do some numbers in the playoffs and they don't choke. I just want to see an amazing NBA playoffs this year. Honestly, uh, also last week actually Zion Williamson got is it Zion Williams or Williamson? That's crazy. I don't know. We just call him Zion. So yeah, Zion got injured right because like but look, man's man so un- inhuman, unhuman. I that's why do I struggle with in and un? I don't know, man. So inhuman that he he broke out his shoe, not even doing a real basketball move. Like he was just doing a half spin. He wasn't running full speed and tried to stop on the dime or nothing like that. He was doing a half spin, and he his shoe busted. Like the man's just a freak of nature. We need to drug test him. The kid's eighteen, and he's doing things that I ain't never seen before. At like a rate I've never seen before. He's like 280, jumping to the roof. He's like quick. He's strong. Like, look, the boy is scary. He's going to be a problem in the NBA. People tell him to sit out, but he been he got injured off of that little play. And hopefully he returns. He's like a little knee injury. But I think he'll be fine. It wasn't nothing serious, if you ask me. And uh, Duke has been actually struggling without him. RJ did have a good game the game after that. And so, yeah. Not a big fan of college basketball in itself. Oh, Robert Kraft. Yeah, Robert Kraft's next. Robert Kraft got caught uh, with like a prostitution ring or whatever. I don't know. I think he was paying for uh, prostitutes. And it's crazy because he's the owner of the Patriots. He's been walking around with Meek Mill's chains. He's a big friend of, he's a friend with Meek Mill. And so uh, he Meek Mill has his championship chain, like that, like came from his album. And Robert Kraft has been walking around with it since the Patriots won the championship. It's just hilarious. 
Uh, Robert Kraft has actually been everywhere lately. People, it's like he's been showing his face a whole lot more. We know who he is now. And so for him to be caught in the prostitution ring, and according to Adam Schefter, he's not even the biggest name in this scandal, which is hilarious because the owner of the Patriots is not the biggest name. Like how bigger could you possibly get? People are saying it may be Donald Trump, who's also a good friend of Robert Kraft. Robert Kraft is an avid Trump supporter. So, yeah. Speaking of Trump, Trump signed a, uh, a national emergency at the border wall or at the border to de- uh, declare the build, like the immediate uh, building of the wall. And Congress has stopped it. So, well, they put a bill to stop it. But, yeah. Um, Donald Trump wants this wall immediately built. Now, I told you how I felt about the wall before. I'm all for it if it looks dope, if it's like the Great Wall of China. I'm all for it. But if it's like a basic steel wall that we can't even tour or whatnot, um, keep it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just not a fan of that. And honestly, the way uh, people are getting into this country, they're not really walking into the country. That, that doesn't even work. The border is like too tight, secured. You can't even walk here from, like, Canada. Which is crazy because it's not like Canadians want to be here illegally. But, I mean, you can't even get here from Canada just walking across the border. So, uh, not really for it if it doesn't look dope. Um, Let's go into the technology uh, section. Like, I, I, I tell you, like, I've been, like, on news everywhere. So, CES happened. If you don't know what CES is... I don't really know what CES is now that I think about it. I just know at CES you see, and it's a it's a, a tech convention. You see most smart, you see smartphones, televisions, uh, laptops, um, everything electronic wise, uh, headphones, stuff like that, right? So LG came out with this rollable TV. I want you guys to go Google that. Like that TV looks amazing. It comes out of a sound bar. It rolls. It disappears. That's amazing tech. Samsung, Huawei, and a few other companies came out with these folding phones. Like the technology, like the screen folds back, so it it's like having a phone that you could expand into a tablet. Like always on the go. So like you want a bigger screen immediately, you can just open your phone up, and now you have a tablet. But if you want to use it in phone mode and keep it in your pocket as a phone, then you can just fold it up and use it like that. I find that like pretty dope. I'll probably never own one, but yeah, that's just next. Uh, Samsung also came out with the S10 that doesn't have notches in their phone. They just have a little hole, and like it's like super, like the screen is just beautiful. It's like all screen. It's just a dope phone, and uh, shout out to Samsung for that. Um, what else technology-wise has happened? Uh, that's about it, honestly. That's about, uh, yeah, oh, let me check my notes. Oh, uh, yeah, that's everything in my notes. That is everything in my notes. Uh, Offset and Gunna dropped albums last week. Not really a fan of either album, actually, at all. Eh, I'm starting to feel Gunna's a little bit more. I got to hear Offsets again. Uh, Two Chains is dropping this Friday, uh, March 1st. Uh, Who else is dropping? Oh, Captain Marvel comes out March 8th. I'm very, very excited for that. Shouts out to the Marvel movies. The next, uh, the Dark Phoenix finally got a release date. I should look that up. I'm not going to look it up, though. Dark Phoenix finally got a release date, so that'll be coming soon. We have, what else is coming soon? 
the month of April. All right. Now, the month of April is a very important month because one, I finished Game of Thrones this uh, over the break of the podcast. I finished Game of Thrones and I love to say that winter is coming in April. I'm very excited about that. Last season, the Game of Thrones. Shameless is on this last season. I'm sad about that. But yeah, last season, the Game of Thrones. Uh, what else is last season? No. Uh, Avengers is coming out. Endgame comes out in April. And the NBA playoffs start in April. So April is going to be a big month for me, man. April is going to be a real big month. And I'm just going to be very excited. From April to like June, hey. I'm going to be real busy. Content going to be heavy. We're going to be reviewing Game of Thrones on here. Going to be reviewing NBA stuff like playoff talk. Uh, what else? Oh, shoot. Definitely going to be doing a lot of Marvel talk. And like what's next to come with them. After I see Endgame, I'm going to see it first day. I'm trying to, I might take off of work just so I can see Endgame that night. Like, bro, it's that serious. I don't care what nobody got to say. Like, Endgame is something serious. Got to watch that movie. And that's just about it. Um, all the notes that I had, just reviewing everything that I I haven't had a chance to talk about over the break, uh, over the past few, shoot, it's just been a month and that's just everything that's happened. I know there's some things I'm missing. It's a lot of things I could have went more in detail on, but just a catch up episode, man. Uh, I can't wait to record more and just start just, I don't know, man, I'm in my bag, bro. I'm in my bag. Shouts out to Jones.photos. Go follow Jones.photos on Instagram, J-O-N-E-S-D-O-T-P-H-O-T-O-S. That is my photography page. I am back shooting photography. I'm going to be uh, learning more how to edit photos because before I never edited photos. I just like to take them right the first time and they come out crystal clear. You dig? So, yeah, uh, I'm just going to be shooting more photos. Hit me up for the photos. I'm going to be having uh, links in the description to just my photo page. Shout out to my boy, Mir, released the album. When was that? It was a few weeks ago he released the album. Shout out to him. My boy, Dante, is going to be releasing something soon. Uh, shout out to Blank Canvas. As usual, shout out to my girl, Cynthia. Uh, uh, that's about all my shout outs this week. I'll be going out of town uh, this week as well. So uh, maybe... I'll have some uh, stories to tell y'all about my travels. I actually have plan on doing a whole lot of traveling in March, actually, and hopefully I don't that don't interfere with any of my recording. Uh, one week I may like I'll be in Detroit like for a few days, so that that episode may come a little bit early. But really, just me uh, telling y'all about future plans for the uh, podcast and if you rocked out with me this long thank you you know what i'm saying handshakes hugs thank you for another episode of the jones.com podcast we out of here